0: hey rich friends it's your girl cha cha reporting live from the cosmic club and we're back with another episode of off the charts this is a series where i help you to dispel common misconceptions about wealth and how you can improve your relationship with money now if you are more of a visual person and you'd like to see off the chart in video form you can subscribe to my channel at youtube.com backslash the cosmic club Now on my channel, I do have another series called The Money Mantra where I show people how to become independent and profitable traders within the foreign exchange market. So if that's something that you're interested in, again, make sure that you do subscribe to the YouTube or you can contact me on Instagram at Money Mantra Cha. So that's M-O-N-E-Y-M-A-N-T-R-A-C-H-A. So welcome back, guys. As you know, we are continuing our series, which is on thinking grow rich right we're doing a deep dive into this book think and grow rich now off the charts i tend to talk about a lot of topics but this is the second season where i did an in-depth book review the first time i went over the science of getting rich by wallace D. waddles which again you can not find on youtube so so far we have covered a few chapters in the book we've covered the chapter one desire and how to actually define your desire to get what you want We covered the chapter on faith and how to build your faith. We covered the chapter on auto-suggestion, which pretty much shows us how we can reprogram our minds to undo everything that we've learned and to get the results that we want. We covered the chapter on specialized knowledge, which is really, really, really getting deep and more involved and invested in the specific thing that you want to learn or obtain. So in the case of this course, we are all on the path to obtaining wealth. So we need to read as many books and talk to as many people and have as many conversations and experiences surrounding those things. And the last chapter that we did was on the imagination. And it was just a reminder that thoughts are things every single thing that you see around you has come out of someone's head and that your ideas are extremely valuable. And one thought really can change the world. Think about companies like Apple or Microsoft or water bottles or anything, really cars, right? Henry Ford is an example um, that's used throughout this book a lot. And all of these great products and companies and businesses (laughs) came from the minds of men. So the next great idea that can change and impact the world for hundreds of years, it could be your idea, but you have to believe it. And you have to really, really, really get into this book and start to practice the 13 principles um, that Napoleon Hill outlines um, as the things that connect millionaires, right? And things that connect successful people. So the next chapter and what we're going to be talking about today is all about organized planning which is exactly what it sounds like right it talks about the practical plans that you need to have into place in order to achieve your personal goals of wealth now this can be wealth in material assets or this can be wealth in relationships or this can be wealth in business or anything pretty much that you want to have an abundance of you're going to need to incorporate some organized planning in it right it means that okay you know what you want now you have to figure out how you're going to go about getting that thing so three things that napoleon hill mentions in this book when it comes to organized planning is that the first thing you really have to do is you have to align yourself with the mastermind to ensure that your plan is actually going to come into action. Now, there is a whole chapter on mastermind that we didn't quite talk about yet. But essentially, this is saying that you have to put yourself in a position to win. Right, you have to surround yourself with the people who are going to help you achieve your goal because we know that success is never really just attained by one person. Whether it's somebody who you had a conversation with that allowed you to build on your ideas, whether it's somebody who actually helped you to actively achieve this idea, you are going to need to surround yourself with like-minded people who are going to support you and whatever it is you're trying to achieve and who are going to help you grow. Right now just an example for example if you were trying to be you wanted to make more money right you know that okay my deepest desire is i want to make more money i'm going to be persistent i have the faith that i can do this thing i've been watching videos online right i've subscribed to the money mantra on youtube and now i'm actually going to take it a step further and i'm going to get a mentor right i'm going to align myself with a mentor i want to align myself with other people who are making money people who are investing, people who are trading, because these are the people that are going to help me get to the next level. Now, it's not really unfortunate, but if you have been on the path to trying to get money or trying to start a business, you'll know that your family and friends won't always be the biggest supporters of what you have going on. So you have to seek out those people who will support you because they have similar things going on, right? Their goals are in alignment with your goals. So if you reach your goal, they'll reach their goal and vice versa. So that's the first thing that you're going to have to do is to surround yourself with like-minded people who want to see you succeed and who actually want to help you get there. Now, the next thing you have to do is actually decide how you're going to compensate these people that are helping you, right? Are you going to barter services? Right. Are you going to actually pay them for their involvement in your success or are you going to compensate them in another way? Right. Because another thing that's mentioned in this book is that there's truly you can't really get something for nothing and you don't always have to give money. But as long as you're willing to give something in exchange for people helping you achieve your goals, which maybe that's helping them achieve their goals in whichever way that you can, that's going to help you with your organized planning, right? Because nobody wants to work for free and you should be working on things that are mutually beneficial to not just yourself, but to other people as well. And the last thing you have to do is to make sure that you are communicating with these people frequently right make sure that you're communicating with them often make sure that you are keeping the lines of communication open between you and the people who are going to help you achieve your goals right this is all a part of organized planning. You can't really have a conversation with somebody one time and expect that everything's just going to work out perfectly, right? You need to set some goals, right? You need to set smaller goals within your larger goals and you need to be checking in with those individuals who are supporting you to make sure that they are still on board, right? You want to make sure that you are doing your part and you want to make sure that they're doing their part as well, right? So again, If you are, for example, trying to make more money, you want to surround yourself. Maybe you have a group of friends who all have the same ideas. You really want to be each other's accountability partners and you want to continue to meet and you want to continue to do this. and You want to continue to share ideas and exchange energy until everybody's goal has been reached. Now, this really only comes through trial and error. Right, Because if the plan that you initially adopt does not work successfully, you just have to replace it with a new plan until you actually find something that works. This is why it's important to continuously check in with your supporters. This is why it's important for your supporters to continuously check in with you. Because you may... Have a great idea that you may enter that great idea with a lot of energy and ferocity. But if you notice that something is not working, then you're going to have to revisit it and do something else until you find something that does work, right? Now, trial and error is actually how nature is built. And you really have to understand this. It really is a natural process to make sure that everyone and everything is existing in a perfect harmony, right? Because if you have a group that is happy, then you'll be happy as well, right? Just literally think about the last time you had to work within the group or work in a group project. If one person wasn't on the same page, they weren't pulling their weight, they were bringing a negative attitude to the conversation, then it really messed up things for everyone, right? Now, somebody may say, well, I don't care what this person is doing, but the fact that you're responding to negative energy with negative energy is throwing the entire harmony of the group off. So, it's important to make sure that everybody is benefiting from um what you're trying to do. Right? It can't just be for you, right? It has to whether that's for your family, whether that's for your relationship, whether that's for your business and your employees. You have to make sure that things that are involved in your process are all in harmony right and you also have to understand that in the process of trying to obtain a goal or trying to obtain wealth there will be some feathers along the way and that's why it's important to check in right i come from a public relations background and everything has a measurable metrics right you say okay i want to achieve this goal by this date by doing these things to achieve this goal so as you are crossing off your smaller goals to the larger goals you're like okay this isn't really getting me to where i want it to be how can i replace this to actually how can i replace this with something else that's going to continue to keep me on track and to get me closer to my goal so every plan is not going to work up front but as long as you have a plan to revisit that plan and then make a new plan you will be further ahead so That's a pretty good thing. Um, And also make sure that you account for failures. Again, within public relations, we have something called crisis management. So just as we are thinking about what we want to happen, we also have to consider the possibilities of what could happen and then to automatically have a response already, right? And this is crisis management. So let's just say I'm planning a show or I'm planning an event. Yes, I have my certain outcomes that I want to happen and to go well. But what if, for example, there's a fire? How are we going to evacuate people, right? What if it rains on the day of the event, right? We have to have a backup plan, right? Are we going to have a rain day? Are we going to have a place where we can have this event inside? It's the same thing when it comes to wealth, right? Maybe you started a business, you didn't have all the logistics, it didn't work out, but you still have that desire that you want to get rich. What else can you do to put you in alignment to make it money instead of just saying, oh, maybe I don't deserve to be rich. This really isn't for me. Why don't you just find another way to do it? Right. And again, sometimes you just need a plan B. Right. If if this doesn't work for me, what else am I willing to do uh, to make sure that I still reach my end goal at the end of the day? Uh, because it's very known. Right. That quitters don't win y'all and winners don't quit so you really have to be you really have to decide like which side are you going to be on are you going to be on a side that's willing to be persistent right which takes us back to chapter one are you going to be persistent until you have reached the goal that you want to reach are you going to give up right because if you give up you simply will you just won't get there so there are a few um things that you need to have i'll just list some things that will help you in the process of obtaining your goals and organizing right having organized plans you have to be courageous right you have to have self-control you have to have a sense of justice that you generally want things to work out in the best interest of all that's involved you have to have a definiteness of plan and decision right you have to really really want something You have to get into the habit of doing more, right, than what you paid or what you bargained for because everything is not going to be perfect, right? You want to be a pleasant person. You want to have a pleasant personality. You want to have sympathy and understanding. You really want to have a keen mastery of detail. You have to have a willingness to assume full responsibility because this is your goal at the end of the day and you have to really be willing. And this is probably the most important thing. You have to be willing to use the principle of cooperation, right? Now, all of these things will help you in your pursuit to wealth again, whether that's for material gain, whether that's for relationship, whether that's for whatever you're trying to get wealthy in, right? So you really have to know that you got to be realistic and wanting to have or obtain a large amount of money is not unrealistic you just have to have a plan as to how you're going to achieve that thing and then if your plan a doesn't work what is your plan b if your plan b doesn't work what is your plan c right and although your first plan may be a very definite one you also have to make sure that this is a realistic plan right you can want to make a million dollars and unless you hit the lottery or some other type of magic happens, it will be hard to obtain $1 million overnight the first time that you decide that you wanna do this. But if you say, I wanna make a million dollars in a year, right, it gives more time for you to actually have a plan and to actually test out ways to getting that million dollars within a year, right? The second thing is you have to be okay with modifying your plans, right? You gotta be flexible and that's completely okay. And the third thing is that you just really have to continue to be introspective and have self-awareness. Organized planning also means you have to look at yourself, analyze yourself, and be ready to change in order to get yourself ready to carry out the plan that you want to carry out, right? And again, the very last thing is you don't want to be afraid of capitalism, right? Because capitalism is competitiveness, but it's also diversity. In a capitalist country there is so much room to be successful in any way that you choose to do that so just be ready to think differently and find the opportunities that are trying to find you so that's all i have for you guys today until next time rich friends